0: Right now, we're going to get into a conversation with Dr. Danny Huerta. We'll talk about practicing gratitude with your kids this holiday season, because as Christmas is quickly approaching, we're encouraged to think about what we're thankful for. And many children right now are struggling with fear and loneliness and selfishness and entitlement and emptiness. And gratitude can be an antidote for that. And so, Danny, that's what you've been writing about, speaking about. Good morning to you. Thanks for joining us.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Good to be with you, Jacob and Toby, this morning. Grateful. See that? That's uh, the gratitude, thinking that, that through. Um, yeah, it, what's interesting is to see uh, what kind of benefits it has in a kid's mindset and the way they see life. And some kids were just are not thankful for, for anything. They've experienced a lot of uh, heartache at school and other places, and they just don't see it. And it begins with us as parents being able to model what, what gratitude even looks like. And that is being able to have an attitude that shifts our mind towards seeing things that we have or that we've, we've received that we don't deserve. And also just being able to stop and notice what we've got and what we've, we've gotten. And for, so kids are not going to be necessarily natural at this. It's something that you, you practice and it begins to develop a, a humble heart, but also optimism. And optimism is is not just looking at everything from a lens of being positive about it, but being thankful for its existence in your life, even some difficult times when we see how Paul handled that in Scripture.
0: You know, Danny, it can be tough to not... It'd be frustrated with kids. It's the holiday times. Like, what do you have to not be thankful for and to not kind of carry in some of that perspective right there? But I mean, kids do have very unique struggles that they're going through right now and stuff that can kind of get in the way. So just for people like me, and I'm, I'm safe to say this with not having kids, <laughs> how can we be more understanding of the struggles that are maybe getting in the way of gratefulness?
1: Well, it's just it's looking at uh, the the fact that we we all experience Difficult times, and it it throws us off uh, emotionally. And, and when our emotions get thrown off, then mentally, we start to think about uh, the 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 struggles, the bad part of things. We start to anticipate uh, through this lens of, of wanting to be safe. We anticipate bad things happening so that we uh, are not surprised by them. We also, I've talked to a lot of kids that say, "Well, I just anticipate the worst happening." Uh, and, and I'm more negative because I don't want to be disappointed. Mm. And so they've already they've trained themselves to not anticipate good things uh, happening to them. And the question is, what, how does that benefit you? And most of the time for kids, it's protecting them from emotions that are hard to handle. And that's disappointment, sadness pain, and they want to self-protect. And so, it, it, I mean, I totally understand why a child would want to do that, right? So as a parent, you can lean into that and say, man, that makes perfect sense that you would want to do that. It feels like a, a normal response to something that you don't want to experience and the, the, you know, those big, big emotions. However, you, you get to point your mind in a certain direction. And let's begin with a small thing. If you can be thankful it begins to shift the way that you see life, and it also makes you stronger in those moments where you feel unsafe and, and it feels bad. It just strengthens your mind to be able to handle that. And so for kids, we'll practice with small things. I, I love having families put up a poster board and just start writing things that they uh, see around them that that they're thankful for, and I challenge families to each have uh, have go around the table and have different people write different things and so you have to have 100 150 different things that you're thankful for and it's a challenge initially but then when you start to look for those things your your mind starts to to shift and you uh, you start to see life differently and when kids begin to see those benefits and the the way they feel differently they start to to do things differently around, uh, around their mind. They begin to see that their mind can change the way they feel and, uh, and they begin to practice it more. So a lot of families have taken that on. We have it by our garage door. Uh, as we leave the house, we can see the things we're thankful for and we want to leave our house full rather than empty and thirsty. And life doesn't have to go well. That's one belief that I challenge kids with. Uh, you can, you can control the way you respond to the life that's around you. You cannot control life that's around you, and, and uh, it doesn't have to be good in order to, uh, to be going well. And uh, kids, it's interesting talk, having, having a conversation with kids on what does it mean to have a good life. And sometimes the moments of pain and difficulty are the, are the things that make you grow the most, and you can be thankful for those because it shapes you into a different person, sometimes a stronger person. Kids get this in sports. They see it in other places. Sometimes it's hard for, for them to see it in their life, in friendships and relationships. But over time, they begin to learn if they can bring that mindset to begin to see the evidence, the reality that with a grateful mind, grateful uh, thoughts about the relationship, about the situations, you see things differently and it strengthens uh, your resolve. And it, it also uh, creates a, a perspective that is able to withstand uh, difficulties down the road.
0: Tis the season to be jolly but also to be grateful and uh, Dr. Danny Huerta is joining us and we're talking about how to teach this to our kids this holiday season. Danny it sounds like you know we we're talking earlier it's like there's these two camps you know there's there's kids who've been given everything and so they're they're not grateful because they just kind of expect it. They're kind of entitled to getting things. And yeah. then there's the kids who are struggling with some real stresses and, and sadnesses and challenges, and they need to practice gratefulness to kind of have a mind shift, right?
1: Mm, that's correct. That's correct, Toby. You know, what's interesting is Dr. Hans uh, Selye, he, he uh, kind of coined the term, brought in the term uh, gratitude a, a while back, and uh, he said it's the most constructive way of life and the healthiest of all human emotions. Mm. So There's no more nourishing response to life. It's good for the soul. And it's an attitude of the mind. It's not something that just naturally comes. You have to practice it just like you do basketball or football or working out. You're working out your mind, uh, your mind's ability to do this. I remember, I'll never forget this. I was a little guy delivering newspapers and uh, my, my dad he would help me roll the newspapers in the morning, and he would, he would tell us, hey, make sure you're saying thank you. I want to help you guys, but uh, make sure you're, you're saying thank you uh, as, as I'm helping. And one morning, the high schooler, I uh, had, had woken up late and, uh, and, and ran over to my dad. I said, hey, dad, the papers aren't rolled. I, man, I'm going to be late to school, and I was, I was in that panic mode, running around. Mm-hmm. And uh, he turned around and he said, uh, well, you didn't say thank you. I, I hope, it goes, uh, hope it goes well. And he turned around <laughs> and I, I went over, I'm rolling the newspapers, I'm going, are you serious? He just did that? And, and so I'm going around delivering, but it make, made total sense. I remember that morning super well, and he was <sighs> teaching me an important lesson that you're grateful for the little things, you're grateful for people that are around you. And one of the things that I love to tell my kids is think about the rolling credits in our lives. Nobody does life by themselves. Mm. And let's think about the people that have been encouraging, that have invested in our lives. And then when, when, when we're down, we've got to think through who has been investing in, in, in your life. Your life matters. It's important. And uh, what's interesting is gratitude helps us see God more clearly. It opens up our eyes to the fact that God is with us all the time, even in the difficult moments. And uh, with our kids as parents, we get to be the most important teachers, whether we like it or not, the most important teachers in our kids' lives. And one simple way to start the day with them is say, hey, it's a brand new day. It's never been lived in. Let's unwrap it together. Let's see what's there for us to see, to learn, to experience. Let's, let's lean in. And as a parent, you can, you can start the day that way instead of saying, oh, my goodness, another day got another thing going on, you can shift the attitude of your home and you'll begin to see the benefits of that. You can talk about what, what people are you going to see today? Uh, what, what teachers are going to be investing in you today? I wonder what you're going to learn. And you enter life with curiosity, with anticipation rather than dread, and it begins to change the overall experience of life for you.
0: I love this. Talking with Danny Huerta about developing the skill of gratitude, one of the healthiest emotions we can have and and uh, practices we can cultivate. And I know that one of I think I don't know if they were trying to put gratitude into us, but one of the things I continuously like to applaud my parents for is that they. Uh, made us from a young age um, serve people even if it was just going over to Mm -hmm. an elderly woman's house and and washing her dishes or vacuuming for her we had we didn't have a choice we had to do those things when those when they were saying it's time for service and um, whether it didn't matter how we felt I so appreciate that because it, it helped us to appreciate the things we had the lives we had and the abilities we had like that some people aren't able to vacuum some people aren't able to adequately wash their dishes because they can't stand for a long time or whatever, and you learn appreciation even even in that way what would you how would you see that
1: oh uh, so so true when you serve other people you, you if you serve out of a heart of gratitude you see even more and more of of the beauty of what service is about and uh yeah I mean recently my daughter uh was was making cards she was painting little watercolor cards for all her teachers and adults around her and her friends and just saying thank you for who they are and that's serving that's another way to serve is to say thank you to people in creative ways you can even just text or call them and say thank you for and you mm-hmm. look for something specifically you're, also, you're you're actually thankful for and that is that's life giving to somebody else it's uh uh, as Hans said it, a balm for the wear and tear of daily life for you, but also mm. for the other person. When you say thank you to another person for what they've done, you can change their day. And that's the power of gratitude. It not only benefits you, but the person you love, the person next to you, it can also change the whole climate and the whole momentum of your home. And so you don't, you don't want to ignore this trait, this, this attitude of the mind. And, uh, as, as parents, the more you practice it the more, it, the more you want to celebrate the fact that, that you're uh, expanding your, your ability to love one another in your home and also love the life that you've been given, difficulties, challenges, and all.